Five, four, three, two, one. Sharon is taller than me. Good morning. Good morning, guys. It's actually um, Thursday night for us, but it is Friday morning for you guys. Friday morning for you guys. It's uh, actually... Huh? That's actually 15 minutes away for fri from Friday yeah, for us. So it's still Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not in our regular spot. I'm sitting on the couch sort of chair, and you're on a desk chair. Yeah, and I'm kind of leaning because I'm... What if we do this? Is that better? Okay. Yeah, yeah. a little bit better. So, this is weird, man. Look how short I look. Do you want me to get down a little? No. I'm just kind of concerned there. Okay. So, um, we went on a road trip. We just had dinner. At my mom's. Yeah, we don't have the mic, so we gotta... I know. Okay, you sounded real low. Just had dinner at my mom's. We got here a little bit late. Um, so... Just went to go see her for a little bit, but David has uh, a meeting. Couple meetings. Yeah, a couple of meetings uh, tomorrow, which for us would be uh, Friday. One tomorrow. One tomorrow, and then one Saturday, and then we're headed back. And uh, that's pretty much it. But I came along for the ride because I get to see my family. Yeah. When he comes for meetings or anything I get a chance to you know at least see my mom for a quick moment or and then tomorrow I'm gonna get to see my daughter for at least two three hours and and um, you know I seize every moment that I can to to see my my kids and and to see my grandbaby and and to see my mom you know I, I miss I miss them so much so so I anticipated I knew we were gonna do a devotional out here and like, <laughs> I forgot my tripod, so my phone is propped up on the laptop, and I forgot the light stand. So I have the, my light just propped right in front of us, guys. So. It's really bright. It's like. Yeah, so I'm over here thinking I'm bad because I don't have to carry big old lights, just this little one, just for traveling sake, and I forget the stand. And then I forget the tripod. So, and then I forget the mics. No, the mics are in the car. But mm, the car is really far, guys. Yeah. We're on the fourth floor, and it's yeah. so far. But we're it's in our midnight now, so almost midnight. Yeah. So we're in our room, and um, uh, just wanted to uh, um, quickly share a verse with you guys. Yeah, I want to share a verse with you guys. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to Ephesians chapter five, verse eight. You guys ready? Yep, let's do it. All right, it says this. Uh, Ephesians 5, 8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Okay. David reads out of the New King James, and I read out of the message. And it says, You groped your way through, through that murk once, but no longer. You're out in the open now. 
the bright light of Christ makes your way plain. So no more stumbling around. Get on with it. Wow. Ooh. All right. Get on with it, guys. So, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory, but like, I do want to talk about it a little bit because maybe it'll shed some light in, in your walk or in your life or in things you're going through. So I, I want you to understand something that Paul is... Paul, the Apostle Paul, wrote this to the church in Ephesus. And look what he's telling. He's, he's talking to believers. So he's not talking to non-believers. He's talking to believers. And he tells them, for you were once darkness. Notice mm -hmm. it's past tense. Yeah. So this whole thing of, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm under construction, blah, 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 this and that. that is, I hear that a lot. That is a new saying that's not a biblical saying. Paul is saying, you were once in darkness, past tense. He didn't say, oh, you're you're coming to out of darkness or you're working on your... No, you're he on says, your way or yeah, anything. He says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's so simple, but I don't know where that teaching came from. You know, this, this this whole thing of, of you're under construction. Matter of fact, I hate that saying. I really do, man. And and, and it's like, if, if it was said in the right context, I get it. But it's, it's never said in the right context. You know what it is? It's, it's an excuse to continue living in your old ways. Because here's the thing, though. The Bible says you're a new creation in Christ. All that old stuff has passed away. And everything has become new. You know, so it's almost like a license to... To live a life of justification. Yes. That's preach it, it sister. Is. Preach it. It's to live a life of justification, to make excuses, um, continuous excuses, to make poor choices, to make wrong choices all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, so it's very easy. You were once darkness, but now you're light in the world. So then the next verse... Next part of the verse is walk as children of light. In other words, you're not that. You're this. So walk in it. Yeah. Walk in, in what you are now. You know, and I think that um, it's so simple, but for some reason, it gets made hard. It gets made confusing. It gets made into something it shouldn't be. And... Um, that that does a disservice to the body of Christ. Yeah, it does. You know, and and, and it's not that way. You know, like okay, uh, I'll make a perfect example, and hopefully it comes out right. I didn't think about this before; it just came to my mind now. But if you ever moved, there comes a time and a moment when you sign a lease or you buy a house, uh, and there's a moment when you hand the keys of your previous house back to the landlord. Mm -hmm. When you hand the keys over, you can't come back. You can't come back as you please. When you hand the keys over to the landlord, to an apartment, that's it. You no longer live there. That's no longer your address. Legally binding, that is no longer yeah. your address. You cannot enter that premises. I don't care if you live there for 10 years. The moment you hand the keys, and if you break in one minute later... You broke the law. You broke the law. Yeah. So, 
Imagine that times a million. That when you leave the past behind, you are now in Christ. So you were not, you're not in darkness anymore. You're children of light. So walk in that light. You know, and for me, I'm like, when we make this into something else, to me, it confuses people and it actually throws people off. Well, not just that, though. I think a lot of the times, I think a lot of the times we want to go back as renters and we want to violate certain things. We want to make a mess out of things and then we just leave things and then we we think we can just continue going forward with just going back just to make a mess of things and then just keep going forward. So we, we, we just continuously go back and forth, back and forth, make a mess of things and just try to go forward and just, you know, and we never take ownership for anything, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that's where, that's where the justification comes and we take no responsibility for our actions or anything. And, and at that point, it's really no longer um, that we're making mistakes or anything. At this point, we're really mocking God. Yeah. You know, we're making a mockery mm -hmm. of the things of God. Yeah. Because because if we know that we no longer belong, we know that we no longer can go back. Why do we keep doing it? Yeah. It's no longer a mistake. After the first time, you know, after the first time, it's a mistake. You know, um, after that, shame on you for yeah. for continuing to do it. And this is why, guys. Um, I remember hearing when I was growing up. I grew up in a Christian church. I used to hear the word backslider a lot. That person's backslidden. It's not, that's not really my vocabulary now. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. And I, and I heard somebody, one of my old mentors say this one time. He says, listen, uh, when you live somewhere for so long, like me, I gave my life to the Lord after I was 32. Mm -hmm. So that's 32 years of living a certain way. He goes, so imagine you live in a house for 32 years. He goes, and all of a sudden Christ gives you a new house. He goes, but have you ever been busy, you're not paying attention, and you find that you drove to your old place? Have you ever done that? Or, or you worked at a job and you, like, some or a new you're, school? You're driving towards your, yeah. Yeah. So he said, that is not sin. That is like. Like, that, what was I thinking? Yeah, you know? that is renewing the mind. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when I see believers. I don't call them backslid. I'm just like, bro, you're forgetting where you came from. You're forgetting that you don't live there anymore. Why are you going back to your old house? Snap out of it. That's not where you live anymore. It's an innocent mistake. Yes. But here's what happens, though. If you if you cease to listen to the Holy Spirit prompting you, and you keep going back and breaking into that house, see, that's something different. Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of times, though, people, when they're growing in the Lord... They find themselves going the direction of their old house, and that's what it takes a brother or sister to say, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? That ain't where you live anymore. This is the direction. Yeah, the, yes, that's not right you place. anymore, man. So, like, I don't say somebody's backslid. I'm saying they're forgetting their rightful place. And, and it's our job as a church, as a believer, to bring them back in the direction where they belong because that's not their house anymore. Yeah. That's where it says renewing the mind. Now, renewing the mind is not... Under construction. When somebody says under construction, it means, oh, I'm still living a sinful life, but I'm trying to do the Christian thing. There ain't no such thing. Renewing the mind is saying, you know what? I'm in Christ, 
So now I need to comprehend where my placement is now. Yeah, because that truly what it is, is in the flesh, what you really truly are is a broken record. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what you're really doing is just you're you're really just lying to yourself and you're just fooling yourself and you're lying to yourself. Um, and you sound like a broken record. Yeah. You know? You know, you know, another thing that jumps at me, though, is the very fact that Paul has to say you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. That means there's a choice. Mm -hmm. You are not in darkness. You're you are now in the light. So now it's a choice to walk as children of light, because if it wasn't a choice, he wouldn't have suggested it here. How did this? How's it worded there again? It says, you groped your way through that murk once, but no longer. You're out in the open now. The bright light of Christ makes your way plain. So no more stumbling around. Get on with it. Yeah. So there's a choice to be made. Now that you are in Christ, now that you're in the light, are you going to live your life, your Christian walk, as a child of light? Yeah. It is a choice. You know, and that is that is a something that that comes naturally. You know, have you ever got a new job, and at first it seems really hard, but after a while, after the learning curve, it just feels normal and natural yeah. and normal. Yeah, because it becomes repetitive, yeah. and you become better at it um, because you you there's there's more consistency mm -hmm. and and. The more consistent you are at it, it just, you get good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. If if you come to Christ, you have to create new habits. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you got to change your friends. You got to change your environment. You got to change those things because you can't, it, it, it's so disheartening to see a brand new Christian never, never get it, never even get a chance. Because they never stopped hanging around their old friends. They never stopped listening to the same music they usually listen to. They never stopped that stuff. You never even gave your chance. You never even gave your chance of the learning curve. You know, and, and it's like, like getting a new phone, getting a new laptop, getting a new computer, getting some new software. I can't stand, like I've been using Photoshop since the 90s. And every year they come out with a new one, and once in a while they throw me for a curve and they change something from the last one, and I get really frustrated. There's times where I won't even use the new one. Even though the new one is superior and better, I'll use the old one because I don't want to go through the learning curve. And I think sometimes we come to Christ, and, and we don't want to change the old stuff. We make a choice, and then we go and... Those are the people that are later on and say, oh, man, I tried the Jesus thing. You know what? No, you didn't. You never even gave it a shot. You never gave it a chance. You know, so it's like since you are no longer in darkness and you're in the light, then walk it out. Walk in the light. It almost it almost feels like you got to the beginning of the Bible and you got to the part where it says in the beginning, but you never got to the end of it where it says it is finished. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot in between, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so just want to encourage you. You know, if you're new, continue watching. Watch some of the older videos. Watch some of the sermons. 
you know, and, and if you've been in Christ for a long time, um, don't be idle, yeah. you know, because idle becomes stagnant, you know, and, and the only way to keep water fresh is to keep it moving. And, and a lot of times, you know, somebody will be in the Lord so long, you know, talk to somebody about the Lord. Yeah. It starts, it, it, it creates a fire. Absolutely. Make sure that you... You listen to the Holy Spirit. Use discernment um, in the decisions that you make. Make sure that it's it's God that is uh, speaking to you, and it's you know it's it's not um, it's not your thoughts that you're you're listening to, or the thoughts of of others. You know, a lot of the times we get easily influenced by by the world, or easily influenced by those around us. Um, you know, and, and that can easily happen as well. But we, we, what we need to do is be influenced by, by the Word of God um, and let that be the influence in our life. You know, let that be because that, that is what brings life. So let, let that be your guide, guys, you know, the Word of God. Um, yeah. Don't take our word. Take the Word yeah. and, and let that be your guide in every decision that you make, um, every thought in every moment and every second of the day, let that be your guide. Yeah. I mean, we are creatures of habit. You know, that's just the way it is. That's why people that don't exercise, you you don't want to exercise. But the moment you do, first day, not so fun. Second day, third day, by the fifth day, you're like, man, this feels good. And it becomes a habit. Yeah, that's something uh, I need know, to do. That can go negatively or positively. <laughs> You know, whatever it is you, you do in your life, it, it, it becomes something, it becomes repetitive, and God created us that way, because we're created to worship God. But if we don't make Him a habit, then it never becomes a habit, you know, and we ended up getting bad habits, you know, and I mean, I'm not trying to say that being a Christian is behavior modification, I'm not saying that, you know, but... It's like what I'm saying is that when you are truly saved and God did a work in your life, now it's time for us to walk in it. He's not going to grab our foot and lead our foot and read our open our eyes to read the scripture. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah. You can go to the gym. That don't mean you're going to gain muscle because you're just sitting there. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like there's... I remember people would go be, be at the gym and they would babysit a machine on their phone for like an hour. Yeah. Talking takes, to other people. And I'm like, what are you doing? It takes work, you know, the hard work and endurance, you know. It's, yeah. You got to go through the pain. You got to go through all of that. Um, it's a lot of endurance and a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing in life. You know, we're going to have to go through some, through some moments, mm -hmm. some growth, guys. So yeah. let's build that spiritual muscle. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's so, do it. All right, guys. We're going to keep it short. It's probably already midnight. Um, it, it is. I did want to say, Adam, proud of you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Adam. Those I, worms. Whew. That Crimson worm video. Worm. Yeah. So Brother <laughs> Adam has been a part of the uh, RBT for a long time. He's one of the OGs here. Uh, he changed his name to Solomon's Portico. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you see him comment, 
click on his name, subscribe, his channel. subscribe to his channel. You will learn stuff that you didn't know. We started with the first video and we were just like blown away. I was like, whoa, that is just really, really good. Yeah. Um, Adam, we're just, we're, we're encouraged that you're encouraged and you know what they, you know, I, I loved when we were we were driving um, a little when we were driving here a little while ago and when David uh, just looked over and he says you know the fruit the fruit and we're just blessed Adam we're so blessed and um, yeah. we just want to encourage each and every one of you um, that if you feel in your heart that the Lord is just calling you then then get up yeah. you know then get up and, and just do what the Lord is calling you to do, you know, and mm -hmm. um, and just do it. Um, sometimes we just got to take the first step. You can't walk a mile until you take the first step, guys. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, Brother Anthony started a channel months back. Mm -hmm. um, what does he go by on? Oh, um, Beacon of Light. Yeah, and I used to joke to say Beacon of Light, but Beacon of Light. Mm -hmm. You know, Brother Anthony, um, he started a channel months ago. Adam, you know mm -hmm. what you're doing. We're, we're so proud of, you, of both of you guys. Um, you know, Johnny did that one sermon, and yeah. we posted that up. Uh, I'm waiting for Josh in Vegas. That brother studies. That brother knows some stuff. I'm waiting for both of you guys to do something, you know? Yeah. You know, there's just, there's just, I see so much, I just, just see so much fruit blossoming. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, man, I'm just like, Lord, you know, just thank you because I, yeah. I see it. And um, I see so many people on fire and just, there's just so much, yeah, just so much birthing. You know how when you see somebody who's pregnant and ready to give birth and that's yeah. what I feel, I feel like, you know. I feel like uh, our, our, our family is uh, pregnant right now and ready to birth, you know, and I think it's it's that time. That time is just coming because I think we have gone through a whole year of us just um, standing still and kind of been, we've been so isolated and in mm -hmm. and, and just taken in so much of the word and just taken in of so much of, 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 the, of the things of, of the Lord and everything and there's just so much that needs to come out now. You know how with it, when you're with when you're um, when you're depositing so much, there has to be the withdrawal. Yeah. You know, and and I think that there's been so much deposit that it's ready to withdrawal. And I think that I think it's time. It's 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 we're ready for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just excited, guys. I just feel like something yeah. something great's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Did you want to tell them? Because you talked to Sister Lydia. Yes, yes. Um, women, we are on uh, February 27th. We are going to be... I'm actually going to have David... Um, I'll put the flyer Can you put up. the flyer up? Don't show it up there. Okay, it so it will be on February 27th. Um, we will be having a women's event. It will be actually a spiritual journey will actually be hosting an event and uh, Pastor Julie Sepulveda will be coming all the way from um, from Oakland and she will be here at one o'clock on February 27th and we decided that we're going to go ahead and um, go live with it um, because 
you know, we had opened it up to the house arrest women in RBT um, and local um, for anybody who wanted to come within California, of course. Um, but I started to notice that there was women um, from different states who were asking if it was going to be live. And I asked Abraham, you know, well, do you think you can be there? And I asked David and he's like, you know what, let's do it. Let's put it on live for the women um, because we have women from different states who are wanting to be part of it. And so I talked to um, Pastor Lydia today and I said, you know, let's do this live. And she's like, let's go for it. Let's do it. So we will be live house to rest women um spiritual journey and it is going to be titled discerning the times with um pastor julie sepulveda it will be um, february 27th at one o'clock please join us um i know that there's going to be a little interim between one to i be i believe like 1 30 um where there's going to be a little bit of fellowship time there will be some time for you guys to log in there and and just you know be able to fellowship and talk a little bit around that time while we get ourselves situated and we will be starting between 125 and 130. so just make sure you guys log in um i will go on there personally just to greet everybody just to say hello and everything so i will make sure that you put the flyer on and um we'll go from there okay guys so and i want to thank you guys for um your continued prayers uh for me as well you know i know that you guys have been praying for me and um i appreciate your prayers i did go see the doctor today and um i'll keep you guys updated on all that okay guys um the sister that's gonna come preach i do want to say this those of you that do do know who sister lydia is she is our assistant pastor, and um, you've seen her speak in some of the Bible uh -huh. studies, and then she preached once. This is the sister that taught her. Mm-hmm. So, um... She was her pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was her pastor. She so, was her pastor. So, all right, guys. God bless you, and um, see you on Sunday morning with the sermon, The Power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Woo-wee! What? We're tired. All right, guys. Bye, guys. We love you guys. Bye.